Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, November 8th. The Little Way of Imperfect Love. Today's scripture reading is found in Matthew chapter 10, verses 41 and 42 from the Message Translation, which reads, Accepting a messenger of God is as good as being God's messenger. Accepting someone's help is as good as giving someone help. This is a large work I've called you into, but don't be overwhelmed by it. It's best to start small. Give a cool cup of water to someone who is thirsty, for instance. The smallest act of giving or receiving makes you a true apprentice. You won't lose out on a thing. This is God's Word. John writes about perfect love that drives out fear. But what about imperfect love? You know, the only kind most of us ever have to offer. I recently came upon these ruminations about Therese of Lisieux. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's French. (laughs) All right, she lived from 1873 to 1897. That's right, all of 24 years. Therese was a discalced, that is a shoeless, Carmelite nun in France, same order as that of Brother Lawrence some two centuries before. Although technically he didn't belong to the order, he just washed their dishes and kept the door. But anyway, after spending a year praying with Therese's insights, memorist Heather King described what Therese called the little way of love that she practiced through her relationships. Much thanks to Richard War for posting these in his own daily reflections, which are often not for the faint of heart. Some of the best-known anecdotes about Therese concern her saint-like, though seemingly small, efforts with respect to her fellow nuns, observes Heather King. One, she overcame her instinctive dislike of a particular nun and exhibited such charity that the sister actually thought Therese felt a special fondness for her. Two, she stifled her almost compulsive desire to turn around and glare at the nun behind her in choir who made a clicking noise, apparently by tapping her rosary against her teeth, realizing that the more charitable act would be to pretend that the sound was music to Christ's ears and endure the annoyance in silence. Three, Every evening at dinner time, Therese took it upon herself to usher a particularly vexatious elderly nun from chapel to her place at table in the refectory, even going the extra mile to lovingly cut the crab apples bread. Saints do not live in some other world. They live in the same world we do, and they show us that spirituality is intensely down to earth. We learn to love through frustration, disappointment, and failure. We learn through the seemingly trivial incidents of our daily lives. When I am feeling nothing, then is the moment for seeking opportunities, nothings which please Jesus. For example, a smile, a friendly word, uh, when I would want to say nothing or put on a look of annoyance. That's what Therese wrote adding, I have no desire to go to Lourdes to have ecstasies. I prefer 
the monotony of sacrifice. King applies the spirit of Theresa's small, loving acts to her own life. She observes, I began to see the almost superhuman strength required to refrain from, say, repeating a juicy bit of gossip, or rolling my eyes, or allowing my voice to get harsh when I was upset. I began to sense as well that just because they're so difficult, perhaps such acts do far more good than we can ever know. Standing patiently in line helped the other people in line to be patient as well. Blessing the other person in traffic, even though nobody heard or saw, somehow encouraged someone else to bless the next person. When the neighborhood noise bothered me, I sometimes took to starting with one corner of my apartment complex, visualizing the person or people who lived there and working my way around, praying for the inhabitants of each. Other times, I took to tearing out my hair and cursing. We can try at great personal sacrifice to be perfectly righteous, a perfect friend, perfectly responsive, perfectly available, perfectly forgiving. But at the heart of our efforts must lie the knowledge that by ourselves, we can do, heal, or correct nothing. The point is not to be perfect, but to perfectly leave Christ to do, heal, and correct in us what he wills. So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder. Rather than waiting for that one big thing to do in love, in what little and imperfect ways are you being nudged to love those you encounter this day? Lord, make us a people of the new commandment. Make us a people who know how to love deeply, widely, and well, and in all the little and imperfect ways offered to us moment by moment. Make us a people known for compassion rather than callousness, mercy rather than blame, embracing rather than canceling, listening rather than shouting, serving rather than self-assertion. Make us a people passionate about saving people rather than this or any nation, by the boldness and persistence of love that shines on the good and the bad, that sends its rain on the just and on the unjust. May we be known as peacemakers rather than warmongers, compassionate rather than combative, all because of how you have first loved us. By your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.